What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. This is Mike Mondo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is it for Brett Titus. This is the king of old school, Steve Trino. The ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cast at ROHWorld.com? Stay tuned, wankers. They say they made all podcasts equal. They were wrong. Two, two. Two, two. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to episode 76 of ROH Cast. My name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com and we are here on Valentine's Day, so that says a lot. Um, I'm here with the other co-owner and the editor of the website. He is the love bandit, Stephen. <laughs> Hello everyone. <laughs> and the man simply known as podcast worst lover, John. <laughs> uh, how did you know? Who told you? <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? You know a lot of things. Um, yes, we're here for RH Cast as we are every single week. We're going to talk about the latest Ring of Honor news, the TV results. We'll preview the Cincinnati show for this weekend. And we'll wrap up the show talking about the questions and topics that you've sent in on Facebook, Twitter and the forum. So uh, we'll kick things off with the uh, TV report, unless there's anything you want to get to first. Any Valentine's Day announcements or is your only love the, the RH Cast force? I think if we if we didn't love the RH cast force, we wouldn't be here right now. I mean, that's very true. I, I've shunned yeah. off you know many many offers of of dates and and dinners and and stuff like that. I mean, I've got no time for that, and nobody got time for that. I've got time for the RH cast force. But just remember, if you're lonely this Valentine's Day, just remember nobody else loves you the other 364 days of the year either. <laughs> <laughs> what a heel turn! That's very what? philosophical. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, I, I take comfort in that. We love you, whoever you are. We love you. Anyway, oh, I do. I don't know about these two. This week's Ring of Honor TV began with uh, another match in the Top Prospects tournament. And you know what that means. Truth Martini was on commentary. So the show was already off to a good start when within a minute he was referring to himself as the Punani Predator. So, <laughs> you know, you're in for a treat with Martini on the on commentary so we had matt taven taking on ach and we saw matt taven pick up the win and advance to the next round of the top prospects tournament so i'll go to you first john what did you think of this week's opener i loved this match this might have been my favorite match so far in the top prospects tournament mm. and that's kind of be expected when you have two people like matt taven and ach two just really high paced high flyers who can just go out there and move around the ring and put on a great opener and there's a lot of really good moves in this match like the ach he kind of did like a flip over the top where he uh kind of springboarded off the middle rope yeah I've never, I've never seen anything like that before and it was really cool but yeah i loved this match and i'm happy to see taven advance i've been fine with either of these people advancing but i'm yeah, happy to see taven advance it is kind of a shame that ach didn't advance but both of these guys really impressed it so i, I hope we see more of both in the future to be honest Absolutely, me too. Steven? Yeah, it's echo what John said. Really. I thought this was a really good match, probably the best of these uh, top prospect tournament matches so far. I thought both guys gelled really well. And yeah, as John said, that move from ACH, I think he called it the, is it the Air Jordan, I think he called it? I think so, yeah. Well, that's what Caleb yeah. Salter called it. I don't know ah, well, he also called Team Man Fishing, Team Man Fishing, so he's that's, not that's, really what you mean? That's a reliable thing on names, is he? <laughs> what? That is the forward. official name. <laughs> 
but yeah, that was a cool move. And I thought, yeah, I thought, you know, I've heard a lot of, about ACH and about how good he is, and he does look very charismatic, and he's he's you know a good high flyer, and he's yeah, I think he just adds something that really isn't on the RH roster at the moment. And and like you said, I was I would have been pleased with either of these guys winning because I thought both of them uh, looked good. And I think there's going to be something in the news uh, later when John talks about it that maybe hints at ACH maybe sticking around for a bit longer. So. Uh, yeah, looking forward to both of these guys uh, featuring more heavily in Ring of Honor in the future. And I would go ahead and say, do not look forward to that at this moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know what's going on there, but I do know what happened next on the TV show. Nigel McGuinness was in the ring, and he introduced the Ring of Honor TV champion Adam Cole and the self-proclaimed icon, the man that will not die, Matt Hardy. Um, and this was essentially saying that Nigel didn't want to make the rematch between these two for the TV title because of how Matt, Matt Hardy won at Final Battle using the low blow and then the roll-up. Uh, Matt Hardy essentially said that he didn't want to fe- uh, face Cole unless the title was on the line because he's already beaten him. And then Adam Cole didn't care. He just wanted to put the title on the line. Um, they ended up brawling with security separating them. And that was a, I think that's the overall summary of this segment, to be honest. I might have missed some things out, but... Stephen, what did you think of the sort of in-ring promo here? It just seemed like a waste of time. Like we no, nothing developed. It was just basically just yeah reha- rehashing what we'd already heard. You know, Hardy didn't you know shouldn't have beaten Cole. It was a low blow. McGuinness won't give him a match because of that, and Hardy not you know not wanting to have a match without the title on the line. And it just really it was just a, what we've already seen before. I don't really he seemed to last forever as well. It just kept going on and on and on, and you know. I, I don't really want to be seeing Matt Hardy for 10 minutes on my, my laptop, to be honest. Mm. You know, five minutes would have been long enough. Uh, I just, you know, I'm not a fan of Matt Hardy in, in Ring of Honor, and I don't see why he's getting so much uh, airtime, to be honest. And especially when it's, as I said, he just didn't really seem to advance anything. Yeah, um, and it's, it, it's like a really mm. slow build for the rematch because we know it's not taking place at the 11th anniversary, so the earliest would be um, Supercard of Honor in April, so... They're really dragging on this rematch. Yeah, well, I think they've actually announced when the rematch is going to be, haven't they? That it's going to be the next uh, uh, TV tapings. Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah. Yeah, the the t- on the March the third, the day after the eleventh uh, anniversary. So at least okay. they're not going to be seeing it on iPay per view. But yeah, they have they have built it up quite a lot for a match that's not even going to be on an iPay per view. And mm. um, yeah, I just I just didn't really see much point to this uh, this segment. To be honest, it wasn't. That was great, to be honest. Even Adam Cole couldn't really save it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, up next, we had everyone's favourite segment, Inside Ring of Honor, where Kevin Kelly tells us there's some promos coming up. Um, we have Truth <laughs> Martini putting over each of the remaining wrestlers in the Top Prospects tournament. He then takes off his trousers and says he's going to give the Hoopla Hotties what they've been waiting for and also what John has been waiting for. Um, we then have Kevin Kelly hyping the Cincinnati house show that takes place this weekend. So that was actually clever of them to start promoting the house shows like this, I suppose. Um, they talked about the, I believe it was the Team Ring of Honor versus Team Scum match, the six-man tag. So we had a quick promo from uh, Adam Cole, Elgin and Davey talking about the match they're having at the show. Um, we then had a promo from the Briscoes. And it was Briscoes and CNC, wasn't it? Hyping up the. That's uh, it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the Briscoes and CNC were hyping up the uh, eight-man tag team main event, which was, I don't know, it was, it was a weird promo, but it was enjoyable because it involved the Briscoes. So, 
Yeah, that's all we have to say about that. <laughs> Up next, we had a Women of Honor match. The most uh, competitive division in Ring of Honor. Athena versus Mischief. And I'll go to the man who has the most controversial opinion on women's wrestling, <laughs> Stephen. For I a thought run- you were John. Steve- <laughs> Stephen for a rundown of this match. Or his thoughts, rather, should oh, I say. Sorry, I can't give you a rundown. I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't really take detailed notes. But um, Again, it was, you know, it's, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't anything too bad for my eyesight. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a terrible watch. But, you know, we've spoken about the Women of Honor sort of matches in the past. I mean, that, I just don't see the point of them because if you're not going to be leading into anything what's the point i mean i know they sort of tease that they're going to be bringing someone in to you know bringing new women in to face mischief but if she's going to have one match every tv taping you know it's not gonna why should we care about these matches i mean even if i was just a you know, random guy watching uh on tv that I didn't really know much about ring of honor just seeing one women's match every now and again what what would be the point of me wanting to be you know wanting to invest in this because there's just no, it's not being built up. There's just no reason to really care about it. And, you know, if they're going to have these women of honour matches, at least make them mean something. And, you know, I, th- I think we've said before, there's not really enough time on the show to no, have a competitive division. So maybe, uh, you know, we said maybe keep these matches to the the house shows and have them sort of as a special attraction. Because, you know, there are people out there, Ring of Honor fans, that do, you know, want to see good women's wrestling. And that's, that's fine. But I just don't see the point in putting them on TV and sort of taking away you know 10 minutes of tv time that could have been used for something else because they're already stretching off for tv time as it is so mm. i don't think they need to be uh taking any more time away but yeah the match wasn't wasn't bad there's was a couple of you know cool moves the move that athena hit off the top rope i can't exactly remember what it was but that was a pretty cool move and the end uh mischief's move at the end was pretty cool as well but yeah he started off pretty sloppy and he, he got into a decent sort of uh, match after that but yeah until they really you know, sort of put effort into this Women of Honor and make it matter. I don't see really where they're going with it. I think that is a that wasn't a very, controversial. A very good way to put it. Actually, I couldn't have better. I think said. that covers every single angle that we could have talked about. There we go. That was perfect. Anyway, well said. Well said. Then we Thank get you. to this week's eight-man tag team main event with Scum consisting of Kevin Steen, Steve Carino. Jimmy Jacobs and Rhino taking on Cedric Alexander, Caprice Coleman and the Briscoes. Um, the end of the match saw, I believe, they were set. Carino and Rhino were setting up a, go- a gore for, uh, was it Alexander? I think it was, yeah. Cedric Alexander or Caprice? One of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he, he actually, no, he connected with a gore on Coleman. He was setting up one on uh, yeah, Cedric Alexander. Late, yeah. He was setting up for it, but then Steen just walked over and hit the package power driver on him and picked up the win, and then he just sort of buggered off and went home. He, he obviously needed to go to the toilet or something. He was in quite a rush to head backstage. Cake. Yeah, maybe some cake, who knows? But I'll go to you, John, because I've been going to Stephen for the past few ones, and you did the report, and the, the quote here is, this is very disappointing. So why don't you ex- you know tell the ROH cast force why this eight-man tag you know failed to live up to your expectations? When you see the level of talent that's in this match between Scum and the uh, Alexander Coleman and the Briscoes, you expect some kind of great match. But that's not what we got at all. We just got pretty much a chaotic brawl for the most part. 
And while, you know, you kind of expect the match to start out that way, you don't want that being the main focus of the match. You kind of want it to evolve more into a regular match. And while it did that, it, it took way too, too long to do so, and the match wasn't much to speak about. There was mainly just wrestlers hitting random moves, and there was really no flow or story to the match whatsoever. And the ending just fell flat. It's one of those things like, all right, like, it just happened. All, all they did was hit their finishers on one guy, and then Steen, like you said, just kind of cut Rhino off and hit the package pile driver and got out of there. It was just one of those things that when you see on paper, it's a match you're really looking forward to, but when it actually, I guess, when you actually get to see it play out, it wasn't what I was expecting at all, and it was just a really disappointing match, in my opinion. Steven? Yeah, again, I have to agree with John Reed. I mean, you look at the you know, the eight men involved in the match, and it, you'd think on paper it's going to be a really good match, but you know, these four-on-four four matches can often be very chaotic and it can lead to sort of giving you a hard time in really sort of following the match and you know the first what five or six minutes were literally just all four uh, all eight guys even just sort of brawling on the outside yeah was... they have this sort of far away camera angle yeah, showing all so the brawling hard. and because the tv show is such poor quality it was really difficult to see what the hell was going on yeah it was difficult to keep up with things and you know it was uh and again, it was just—it just seemed like another match that was just sort of put there, and it didn't really achieve anything. I mean, I, I guess it sort of continued Steen's sort of uh, dissension with the rest of Scum, um, but that was it really. I mean, apart from that, the match wasn't great. It didn't really achieve much else, and I, you know, I was a bit disappointed as well. I thought it was going to be a really good match, and in the end, it was just a—you know—a bit too chaotic for my liking. It just, the, as, as John said, again, the ending was just sort of out of nowhere, and it. I don't know. I just wasn't a, a big fan of this. I think maybe my hopes were a bit too high for it going in into it, but um, yeah, I, I didn't see really what it achieved, and it just seemed like again like another waste of of TV, really. Mm. Yeah, I kind of agree with you guys. To be honest, when you when you look at it on paper, you do expect it to be really good just with the the guys that are in it, but yeah, there was just too much brawling and it didn't flow well. And Jay Lethal on commentary, I didn't. Oh yeah, I think the, the he, commentary was terrible. I he didn't really say. add that much. He was, he didn't, you know, he didn't really show any of his character that he's had. He's just sort of very dull, like. Oh, yeah, it seemed really bland. I, and dull, I wish yeah. I was in the ring right I now. I can't wait to get my hands on Kevin Steen. Oh, is it weird <laughs> that all I can see is Kevin Steen right now? There's eight <laughs> men out there. I can only see one of them. And is it me or how many I times? Hear, I would love to hear that last co- that last statement by Stephen out of context. <laughs> Is it me, or did all of the commentary keep calling Steve Carino, Kevin Steen, and vice yeah. versa? They yeah. kept messing up the name so many times. So, yeah, overall a disappointing end to the show. It sort of it got progressively worse. I think as the sh- no, maybe not. But it started off well with the you know the top prospects match, and then it just sort of fell fizzled. flat, fizzled out. That's probably the best way of putting it. But yeah, next week. We will find out if the, uh, I believe it has the six-man tag that I was looking forward to next week. So we will find out if if that uh, lives up to my expectations. Or maybe that's the week after. I can't remember. Who knows? We don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of the next two weeks. I know that much. Um, now we're going to get onto the news, which you can always find during the week at rohworld.com.
we start off with some pretty important news for those who were planning on attending the uh, show in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, it was originally scheduled for April 27th, but it has uh, been moved to May 18th for reasons out of Ring of Honor's control. Uh, Ring of Honor uh, will replace your tickets uh, with tickets for the new date, but you have to mail them in, and it's kind of a process. So, uh, yeah, just if you're planning on going to the show, just be aware that the date has been moved to May 18th. Is this uh, Hasamania 2? Because I believe the original Hasamania show took place in Richmond. Is it yeah, be a, a, a yearly thing? Hasamania so. each each year be you know it, it could kick off the summer of Haas. Yes. Yes. There we go. I'm looking Haas forward to it. Two is, is the start of the summer of Haas. <laughs> go on with your news, John. Oh, uh, there's been some uh, two matches announced for the March third TV tapings in Chicago. Uh, Steven said earlier, Adam Cole will defend the uh, TV title against Matt Hardy. So all that builds leading to a uh, television whoa, match. Whoa, 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 whoa. Isn't this epic spoilers? Kind like not. I'm not saying we're spoiling something, but aren't Ring of Honor spoiling a certain match from the night before? That's what it seems to me. That I well, thought. That... No, I don't. You mean at, at this point, the top prospect winner hasn't been revealed, so I won't say who it is. But I had a feeling they were going to win the title from Adam Cole at the 11th anniversary. But now that they've basically announced that the Cole Hardy TV title rematch will take place the day after, we kind of know who's going to win the TV title. So you know where to put your pick on points. Everyone. And then they've not even said, like, if Cole remains champion. It's got, you know, Nigel has signed the match and it will be with the, for the TV title. There's no mention of the the match the night before, as you said, at the end of the That's very silly. They're, they're, they're quite bad with spoiling things, aren't they, Ring of Honor? And we yeah. got a question about this later on, so we'll talk about that more then. But yeah, very, very silly, very silly, Ring of Honor. And I find it odd that they spoiled that because they did a good job of not spoiling this. Uh, the Forever Hooligans of Rocky Romero and Alex Kozlov will challenge for the uh, World Tag Team titles at the TV tapings against the winners of the Briscoes and Team Ambition match so from the no anniversary sense. show. That makes no sense. So they're right next to each other, these announcements. But on one <laughs> of them, they're like, yeah, here's the champ. The next one, they're like, hey, who knows who will be the champ? So <laughs> does the fact that the Forever Hooligans are probably heels makes me think the Briscoes are going to win. So, yeah, I'm getting some help with my pickums here anyway. I thought and once and once again, as Steven said earlier, I actually do have an update on the futures of ACH. I, I've basically already done the news for this week, haven't I? You have. I, I don't know why here's not the newsman. John, why are you here? I don't know. I can show myself the door if you need me to. <laughs> no, continue. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's been some talent announced for the March 3rd TV tapings, including ACH and Silas Young. So that has to bode well for their Ring of Honor futures, since. As far as I know, neither one are really under contract, but they've been getting a lot of dates lately. Mm. Unlike me on Valentine's Day. Hi-oh! <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy to see them sticking around uh, for what I hope is the uh, long haul. Yeah, I like both guys. I'm really into ACH after his match against Taven. I thought he looked really good. and Yeah, I'm slowly warming to Silas Young as well. I think he could really uh, really offer something different as well. So yeah, I'm happy with those two being on the, the TV tapings and hopefully they... As John says, stick around for a while. And slightly different news that we feel that Ring of Honor fans will be happy about. El Generico debuted in NXT last night, February the 13th. And here's the good news. He is still wearing the same gear and mask, and his gimmick looks to be unchanged. So a lot of Ring of Honor fans are always upset that, you know, like Chris Heater becomes Cassius Ono, 
or Claudio Castagnoli becomes Antonio Cesaro. But this looks like El Generico will remain El Generico. So I'm happy to see that. For now, at least. So it's a good sign for now, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. And uh, just to wrap up, then. Okay, go ahead, Stephen. I was going to say, you know what really annoyed me was when they made Mabel Viscera. (laughs) (laughs) No, what what made me mad is when they made Viscera Big Daddy V. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, those. He should have put his breasts away. They weren't very nice, were they? (laughs) I just like how he had the entire solar system tattooed on his body. There's like actual like. Actual <laughs> Keep going. We're not talking size. about Big Daddy V's. This is the Big Daddy V cast. Oh my god. Keep going. And just to wrap wrap up the news, uh, Stephen wrote a preview of this weekend's show in Cincinnati. Uh, it looks to be a good show, and he does an in-depth preview of each match. So if you're going to the show or interested in knowing more about it, just check out the preview. And I believe we'll be having a review of Defy or Deny Two coming up this weekend. Is that correct, guys? Uh, yes, this weekend we will have a review of that show up. Yeah, so I believe Hunt for Gold got four out of five, so hopefully this one will uh, continue that trend for this year. Uh, they both got pretty good uh, live reviews, didn't they? So uh, Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it should be a good one. It's equally good. So Yeah, any, any more news, John? Oh, that's it for the news this week. Well, it's disappointing. But I'll tell you what isn't disappointing. Our topics and questions. We've got quite a few this week. Um, there's several ways you can send these in. You can tweet us at ROH underscore world. You can go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ROH world. Or you can just leave a post on our forum, rohworld.com slash forum. Okay then, we've got quite a few this week, so um, bear with us if uh, we babble on for a while. Uh, Burnside is first. He asks, "Oh, he's got a heel question." And I'm afraid, heel. Harry, I'm afraid, Harry, it's it's sort of critical of you. Oh, um, isn't this the same guy who buried John? I think so. Maybe he just you're next, just Stephen. Me. You're next. No, no well, yeah, maybe next he week. just hates the ROH cast. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't come on <laughs> good point good point he says Harry you have been outspoken on your insistence that Jay Lethal would defeat Kevin Steen for the world title now that Jay Briscoe has challenged Steen for a title shot are you concerned that you've embarrassed yourself here once again do you intend to back down on your prediction or will you hold your ground in the wake of your foul prediction of an Al Generica title win and immediate loss to Lethal at final battle now yeah I, I was wrong at final battle unfortunately but... <laughs> Only, only, a li- only a little bit wrong. Uh, only a little bit wrong, yeah. I just yeah. got one one bit of it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen this Jay Briscoe challenge. Was it a direct thing, Steen, I want your belt? Or was it, I want the belt? What was it? I haven't actually seen this. Neither of I don't. Is it from a, a promo? Jo- or? John? It's, it's from the, uh, the Ring of Honor portion of uh, National Pro Wrestling Day last week. And I haven't seen the promo either, but I can only, I, I assume it's just like, Steen, I want the belt. So, yeah, I I don't know if I take that as an official Ring of Honor thing. You know, it wasn't even a Ring of Honor show. He could have just been out there and be like, oh, I want the belt. And just wrestlers do that all the time. Karen Steen, I'm coming for you. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, it, it does perhaps suggest they'll have a match, but... Uh, I say, Harry, you're wrong again. Just admit it, you're wrong again. I don't want to back down yet on the <laughs> lethal title win. It just... He's unbeatable. It just it has to happen. But we know title matches are his kryptonite. He he struggles. Mm, he didn't lose in uh, Killer Instinct though. But he didn't win. Yeah. Mm. 
I, I, I will evaluate this and I will <laughs> finalise my <laughs> prediction nearer the time. Well, that's a very uh, back it down response. just yet. Uh, Burnside's second question. On a related note, why does RH insist on spoiling the winners of their iPad view title matches in this way? Yeah. Uh, we knew Algin and Generica wouldn't beat Steam because they were building to Steam versus Lethal. And now we know Lethal won't beat Steam as they've started building to Steam versus Briscoe. But I don't think they've really started building towards it, have they? No, but I see what he's saying. I think a better example would have been we know that Prospect's man won't beat uh, Adam Cole because he's facing Matt Hardy. So. Yeah, and we kind of know the Briscoes won't lose to Team of Fishing because they're going to face the Forever Hooligans. So it is a bit annoying that Ringo and do things like this, and I think they could word their announcements better. Like they tried to cover up the tag title thing, but with a TV title, it's like, yeah, it's Cole versus Hardy. So why? I don't know. They they just need to think things through a bit more when they're going to announce matches for the future and try not to. Like have one guy involved with multiple feuds at the same time because, you know, you made the good point about Elgin and Generico. Like we always knew that Lethal was the next ch- next champion, so yeah, they they weren't going to beat Steen at all. So it just kind of ruined things a bit. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. And Burnside does say that he says it seems like poor booking. Sometimes it's best to focus on one big feud at a time, and I think that's uh probably the right, the right thing to do as you said you know lethal's been in the background now since you know basically since he won the survival in the fit, uh, survival of the fittest and mm. and since that um you know the match uh, in uh, at railway so yeah i mean it it kind of has sort of it definitely ruined the the generico match i think i mean i think it was only you who thought that generico was going to win um harry so uh, now i'm telling you wrong again um <laughs> yeah i i definitely agree i think some of the booking has has been a bit weird, especially concerning the, the world title. I think it's been a bit too predictable, if anything. Mm. Um, next questions from Northwoods Nightmare. Uh, everyone, everyone seems to be going with the troll questions. I don't know if it's if it's Marketh's got to everyone, and it's because they've seen Marketh sort of rise. And he's got his to the own segment. Event. We've we've encouraged it. We've encouraged trollness, and I think I think maybe we should just ban Marketh from. RH world everything he's not allowed to <laughs> converse with us or be on the forum or whatever maybe we maybe just need to we'll banish to... him but go on we'll, we'll see how these this week goes with the troll questions and then uh northwest nightmare says with delirious now in charge of booking how does anyone understand what the matches are supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a legis- yeah, legitimate question that's a good point yeah um likelihood of cheeseburger replacing steen in scum <laughs> what <laughs> That would be very good. Maybe, maybe. That would be amazing. We need yeah. to we need to get that to happen. He needs to be involved somewhere. I mean, he's so good. I mean, did, didn't you see the response he got on TV? He got he got more. I think he got the sort of best uh, face response of anyone. They they need to make Haas Cheeseburger into some sort of yeah sort of gimmick, a little storyline feud or something because it was too funny not to utilize. Mm. Uh, Spanky on you says, can we have Truth Martini become the next Godfather and bring his hoopla hotties to the ring, please? Yes. <laughs> yes. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. Um, thoughts on ACH? I know we spoke to him. Uh, yeah, we spoke, we spoke about, about him a lot in the TV report. But yeah, he looks very promising. Um, <laughs> this is a good one. Well, might Bennett and Maria get married on TV? Macho style and Mondo... Un- 
macho style and Mundo interrupts and instead of like Jake the Snake with the snake he instead gives Maria a dick in the box <laughs> what <laughs> what the hell <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't encourage these type of questions they're not even questions these are just statements now people just send in that they want us to read out <laughs> uh. Uh. oh god I can only imagine Mondo doing the dick in the box <laughs> Oh! I, don't even, I don't even want to. <laughs> I don't even want to imagine it. Uh, KL underscore says maybe one of you is the new member of Scum. Well, we we don't want to. We don't want to, you know, spoil things. We already have podcast worst nightmare here, so he'd be a good fit, I think. Yeah, and we're supposed to be. Aren't we joining the embassy when it rest, re, uh, restarts? Prince Nana has said we, we. I think he said we could join. I can't remember. No. He was adamant that we couldn't. I think there was... that was the first time. And then when we we pointed out that when he uh, refused our help, that the you know the embassy crumbled and R.D. Evans took over. Yeah, took ah, over. yes. So I'm pretty sure he more or less said that we could we could join next time he well you know when he regains control of the embassy. So that's all right then. Yeah, sorry, scum. We're we're booked elsewhere. Yeah. Um, Hellfront ninety three. Uh, just found out Shelton Benjamin is coming to my local indie. Should I go just to chant about how superior Charlie Haas is? <laughs> yes, I think you should. Ask him if his ribs are okay as well. Cause... Yeah, well, that, that yep. chair shot the best in the world. Still must yeah. be hurting him, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you could have attended one show in RH history, which show would it have been? Ooh. Hmm. I think I didn't Halfon asked the really good questions last week as well. I can't remember. See, this, these are the people. Hellfront '93 is a, you know, is a shining light of the RH World Forum. You, you know, people should be looking up to him and seeing his questions I, and thinking. I don't think it was him asked the good questions. But oh, okay. <laughs> Screw you, Hellfront then. Um, I don't know. I'd say I'd say the first one, just because you could just you could say I'd, I was at the you know era of honor begins, just say I was at the first show. Yeah, In terms that... of a a good one, um. I'd want to go on that has like this one of like the historical matches everybody remembers, like Joe versus Kobashi, or yeah, or Man and, Up with the Ladder War, or even Danielson and McGuinness's last night. Yeah, I think that would be probably one I'd want to be at. Maybe Final Battle 2010 with Steen and Generico. Yeah, it's, yeah, one of those definitely. But I, th- I think more or less, you know, I, I really hope they they come back to England at some point, or if mm. not, I'm, I'm sure I'll be in America some time in the next few years and I'll have to try and get it to coincide with the show because uh, I definitely need to uh, make sure I get to a ring runner show mm. sooner rather than later um, <laughs> could the Pope be the newest member of Scum <laughs> <laughs> he's just resigned hasn't he so he's available yeah maybe that. Maybe it's all a work maybe he's resigned and this is why to join Scum wow wow yeah see People on RH World comes Forum, out and smacks, smacks Dean in the back with like his Pope scepter. I know nothing about the Pope. I assume he has a scepter of some kind. I'm sure he'll come out in his Pope mobile. You know, the bulletproof thing that he rides around in. Yeah, he goes sort of. out like Eddie Guerrero. Like, <laughs> rider like has like hydraulics. Hydraulics. <laughs> Distracts Dean and Lethal just rolls him up. Yes, it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> just have scum written, like, written all over his Pope mobile. <laughs> Maybe since like scum's all about being evil, like the Pope comes out and does an exorcism on him. So we get like the first ever live exorcism. <laughs> Wasn't there an ECW show when was it Sandman or Raven or something like nailed one of one the other guy to a, a cross? 
Oh yeah, I crucified him. That was like yeah. the big Kurt Angle was there trying to. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's Raven, and, Raven and Sandman, but I'm not sure which one. I think it was Sandman, didn't he nail Raven to a cross? I can't remember which one it was, but I'm sure. But... Yeah, it, that could, yeah, that could be the new version of that. Wow. Um, like it could be the Pope's gimmick just comes and starts crucifying everybody. <laughs> Uh, Halfon also asks, also thoughts on wrestling being dropped from the Olympics? Um, I suppose it just kind of... It's not... I think uh, it's, yeah. hmm. it's, it's pretty stupid. It's, it's, like the, it's, it's like the one thing the Olympics were founded on and now yeah, that they're not there. It's one of the original kind of, sports, isn't it? Yeah. They're bringing in golf. How can you play golf what? at the Olympics? Golf's being introduced as a sport in the Olympics and they're getting rid of wrestling. I mean, come on. I mean, we, what, we wouldn't have Kurt Angle if that didn't exist. Yeah, get rid of it. What? <laughs> um, yeah, but they, I mean, they got rid of baseball. That annoyed me. And now they're getting rid of wrestling. I mean, look at some of the stupid sports like like ping pong. Who watches ping pong? No one. I'm trying to think of other stupid sports that they have. I can't think of them. Like, even, like, why are they getting rid of judo? I mean, why are they getting rid of wrestling when they've got judo? Surely wrestling is... More popular than judo. I'm guessing it's just about TV ratings or something, or ticket sales. If some sport gets not many views and not many entries, then they just scrap it. I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess so. But it's just, I mean, surely the you know surely wrestling was probably one of the it's first one of the sport. oldest things. Yeah, yeah. It's probably, it was probably there's you know I can't imagine they had many sports when they had the first Olympics. Surely wrestling was included. In it. I mean, it goes back to like Greco-Roman times, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, oh well, at least we've got proper wrestling still. That's only fake wrestling anyway. Um, <laughs> somebody with the with the username of Cheeseburger Number One. Asks, oh, I hope it's the real Cheeseburger. It feels on our forum. I don't think it is because he asks, "Where the heck is Cheeseburger?" When they well, did that spot with this kid, it had enormous potential to go viral throughout. Some good old comic relief never hurts the wrestling industry. More Truth Martini and Hardy stuff is fun to watch too. Lol. He's he's got to come back, hasn't he? I'm surprised he wasn't at the latest set of TV tapings. To be yeah, honest. it was such. I mean, he got such a good response that. And everyone was talking about it. This cheeseburger just, yeah. thing. Just hype up a match on TV. You know, Haas against cheeseburger, like a licensed match, and have to have Haas destroy him. Oh, yes. It would get Haas get so much heat, and it would. I mean, it's only on TV as well, so it's not going to be like a massive. You know, he's not putting on iPad view in the main event or anything. Do that instead of the Women of Honor thing that he always put on week four. Yeah, I mean, at least that would get heart heat and it would serve a purpose and it would be funny. Yeah, book it. I completely agree as well. I think Ring of Honor always needs some bit more comic uh, stuff in it. Cause... Prince Nana Ardy Evans should have been comic relief at Final Battle, but somehow it was a very good match. Yeah, why do they have a good match? The most oh, disappointing good match I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> How dare that match be good? <laughs> uh, um, can you say this? Asks three yes. questions. I think he actually... Put the good question. I believe it was him actually that came up yeah, with it. Yeah, so thank you. Week. Can you say this? He asks, Do you think a UK tour would work for RRH as well as UK tapings like TNA have done just last month but at a, at a smaller venue? I, I can't imagine them doing tapings because that requires more money to bring more stuff over to film it. Yeah, I thought. They're supposed to already film it for DVD, so. But they'd, they'd need a lot more. I suppose they'd need higher quality stuff yeah, for Yeah, they'd need like, like better engine tramps and like better cameramen and more yeah, lights. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think it would work. I mean, a UK show would definitely be a good idea. I know me and Stephen are completely biased, but it'd be it'd be. Re- I really want to go to Ring of Honor show now, especially after doing this site for two years. So hopefully one day they'll return here. I don't know. 
Well, Ring of Honor, I mean, the the shows, you know, the last ones that they did, they sold really well. And I think wrestling, independent wrestling in the UK is getting more and more popular now. And mm. I think, you know, even though it is, you know, in UK independent wrestling isn't fantastic, but it's getting better and the wrestlers are getting better. But fans still do want to see, you know, the best of the, you know, the American talent. And, you know, TNA are so big over here. And, you know, if TNA can get big over here, then... It t- you know, tells you the wrestling doesn't have to be that great. Exactly. You know, you know TNA is probably bigger than well. It, I know t- uh, ratings wise, it's bigger than WWE over here. Mm. So I think Ring of Honor. I mean, I don't see why Ring of Honor wouldn't. You know, even get the TV show over here. And I know, I know. You know, it was mentioned months and months and months ago that they'd signed some sort of international. That no, that was like that was 2011 <laughs> after they yeah. just started it on SBG. Yeah, yeah, it's probably right, and that never, you know, never materialised. I think the UK is such an untapped market for, you know, for Ring of Honor that they could really do some, you know, good stuff over here, and you know, maybe they could put the TV show on and then see how, if it does well, and then hype up a, you know, a few sure. dates over here. Yeah, just a couple of dates, it'd be, it'd be awesome. I, th- I think it would work. Just, Live you know, RH we, we are biased. Force. We are biased, but could meet okay. the RH cast force at the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, number two, what match would you love to see or should have happened in ROH? To me, CM Punk versus Loki should have happened yet, and it still puzzles me that they never had one match. Yeah, strange that they never had a match, actually, isn't it? Yeah, that is. Very weird. That is odd, yeah. I don't think I'm much en- enough of a Ring of Honor historian to to know this, unfortunately. Yeah, that's, that's, that's tough to come up with on the spot, because who knows, like, we might miss a match that has happened. Hmm. But that's a good question, though. Just take longer to think of than we have time here. <laughs> I suppose it'd be like easier to pick out like a, a current guy and a guy from sort of you know old ROH. One that's just randomly sprung into my mind that probably wouldn't be a fantastic, brilliant match or anything. But I was just thinking Michael Elgin against Eric Stevens, mainly because Eric, you know, Michael Elgin reminds me of Eric Stevens, and I thought both of them, you know, both from feuded were strong. Both of them are pretty, you know, a quite similar sort of wrestling style. So I think that would be quite in- entertaining. But Shelton Benjamin should have had a few singles matches before he left, like with, with Davey. Kenny King. He should have had a yeah. match with Kenny yeah, King. Yeah, Shelton versus Kenny King, Shelton versus Davey. Just do a few matches like this before he would have gone. I think those are a few more recent ones that I can think of. Yeah. One match that I'm sure probably happened at some point was uh, Eddie Edwards and either uh, Danielson or McGinnis. I'm sure those would both been fantastic matches. Yeah, you could basically throw Edwards in with more or less anyone and get a good match, couldn't you? So, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, number three, since you asked for a Valentine's theme question, Algin, Algin and Strong, Haas and Cheeseburger, or Steen and Cornette, who makes the best couple? <laughs> and who would be the most entertaining day out out of the three? Entertaining day out would be with Haas and Cheeseburger, surely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That would probably make the best couple as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just went. Yeah, Haas all the way. I don't know, Steen and Cornette, because they could, they they just go on. Okay, they'd be they'd be the most entertaining, I think, and but the best couple got to be Haas and Cheeseburger. No, I think Haas and Cheeseburger. Like are the most entertaining. Cheeseburger. Oh, ch- oh, that's good. Yeah. I think yeah. Haas and Cheeseburger are the most entertaining, but Steen and Cornette would probably be a good match because they both have a, you know, they they both love cheeseburgers basically. You know, they both love their fast food. I'm sure they'd do. Yeah. I'm sure they'd do the tour of 
Dairy Queens. Is it Dairy Queen? Or da- yes, that is the one. I think that's the one that Cornette loves. So, yeah, maybe maybe Steen and Cornette is a better match than people think. If they just get past their bickering, they'd be a match made in heaven. Yeah. Well, that's basically what a relationship is, isn't it? Just bickering. So, <laughs> yeah, I think maybe this is going to be a storyline. Maybe this is the the big build-up that Steen's going to turn face and... No, probably not. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Keep going with these questions. Uh, we've got this week's uh, troll questions from oh, Marcus. I don't even have the song ready. This Do we, are we encouraging it? How did this even get a segment? I don't understand it. I really I think, don't. I, I think he... Didn't he blackmail you? I think he's got some sort of dirt on you. Well, we did have to remove his signature, and we sort of owed him a favour, and I think that might be where it came from. I Actually, he, he almost he almost cost us the website with his <laughs> signature. <laughs> this is extreme violence, you're right. Oh, anyway, um, since it's Valentine's Day, which RH Frost member needs to get laid the most badly? It's got to be Haas, he's so pissed Dave, off. Davey is always so worked up, and he's yet to consummate... What? And he's yet to consummate his love-hate relationships with Eddie and Kyle. Mondo might break his other leg just to be within 100 feet of Maria. <laughs> Adam Cole is so handsome, but the biggest tits he's ever... He's been nearly... <laughs> the biggest tits he's been near lately are Matt Hardy's. <laughs> <laughs> BJ Whitmer had to learn to do his names, do his namesake with himself, and Charlie Haas is no longer into black men after dumping Shelton and killing Cheeseburger. <laughs> he answered his own question. <laughs> and QT Marshall is still quick-tugging. <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant I, I think I think it's Mike Mundo just because if he finally gets to shout boom whilst booming then maybe he can just stop saying boom yeah and he'll finally find out how it feels to kiss a real man because he keeps asking everyone yeah. he kidnapped John and tried to ask him but no one knows the answer Mondo. and that's all of the forum questions this week uh, a couple on Facebook oh, there's more Fabian or Fabian, whichever he prefers, asks Caleb Seltzer, yes or no? We've talked about this a lot, haven't we? I, I wish I could play that uh, the Michael Scott uh, thing, the little clip. No, from Scott, no, no, God, no, no. He, he, he gained some uh, from some brownie points by using the term team man fishing, which originated on this show. So he must listen or have has listened to to know that name. So yeah, he he gets a few brownie points, but still not enough to become a yes. I don't think. I think not. he's he's too he's too much like Kevin Kelly. You need you need someone with Kevin Kelly that there needs to be some contrast out there on the the commentary booth. Yeah, rather than a commentator with him, you just need someone with you know like a Truth Martini. You know, tr- Nigel did well because you need someone with a bit of charisma. Someone Nana. Yeah, Prince Nana. He should be on there because Ke- you know Kelly and and Seltzer is just. It's just too serious and too bland and too boring. And, you know, them two with Jay Lethal this week on TV was <laughs> almost... It, oh, it was terrible. It made me want to fall asleep. So yeah, Anyone who's got, who's got insomnia, just watch that match. Just listen to the audio. <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah, definitely. Um, Macklin asks about Generico showing up on NXT, but we've already spoke about that. Um, Michael asks about survival of the fittest journey, location, and details. Well... 
We don't know the details just yet, but um, I mean, we're not even sure if it's going to be an event. I mean, last year it was like, held on TV, wasn't it? So, yeah, they tend to happen around about November, October time. Yeah, it's a bit of a time before that. We'll find out later in the year, but you can always find out when it happens at rhworld.com. I like that plug. Yeah, I like plug it. Um, we've got a couple on Twitter, I believe, as well. Um, Adam, or at WA2K1999, <laughs> asks, where is Mike Bennett? Yeah, he wasn't at the recent TV tapings because he uh, was having a WWE tryout and I wouldn't be surprised if he's on his way out, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've we've spoken about Matt, uh, Matt, Mike Bennett a lot on this show and how misused he's been with Ring of Honor and how they don't know what to do with him. So I don't think he's going to be a massive loss if, if he is gone because he wasn't really doing much. But that's not his fault. That's just Ring of no, Honor. No, it's not his fault. I mean, I think he's, I think he's very good and they could have... He could have been a lot lot bigger than he was, definitely. Oh, yeah. I think he would have been a really good TV champion, and he should have been holding that title a long, long time ago. It's all about 2011. It all dates back to then. He should have won that TV title. I think the the worst thing about him leaving is that Maria will also be leaving. And uh, And where does this leave Brutal Bob? Will he find a new new uh, wrestler, or will he just wrestle himself, or will he leave? Maybe know. he'll go back to smashing sweet, delicate mares. I don't know. Maybe just doing Iron Man matches. <laughs> maybe he will, yeah. Um, I think that's uh, it for this week. We've got a lot of questions this week. Thanks to everyone who sent them in. It's always nice to get some uh, different questions to, to answer. So, yeah, thanks. Uh, and make sure you send them in for next week as well. Yeah, thank you to everyone who sent those in. And uh, unless you've got anything else to bring up, that brings an end to this week's ROH cast. Um, we do hope you enjoyed this week's show. If you did, why not leave a review on iTunes or send us some feedback on the forum. We'd like to know that this show is actually good. Or if it's not good, let us know so we can make it better. Um, but uh, we do hope you enjoyed this week's show. Anyway, thank you to Stephen and John for joining me. Thank you. And we'll okay, there you go, John. And we'll see you all next week when we'll talk about the latest news and the latest TV show. So uh, be sure to send your questions in for next week. And we'll see you then. Thank you.